Jack Darlin here, and it's 2022. New year, new goals. Same old Jack. It's time for a change. Change comes for us all. Got me shackled by my past. Get ready. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. It's coming. May 2022. It's time to cut the book. Embrace the change. Hey, Paul. Look over there at the size of that moose. Son. That's no moose. That there is a pile of bulls. Welcome everyone to Ringside Recap. We are live at the Waiting Room Lounge for WrestleRama. I'm Moose. I'm Mikey. I'm Denise. And we have a action pack night ahead of you tonight starting off with a match that really has been kind of brewing for the last couple months and that's the, the newly formed team of Jack Russell, Jack Darling, and Moonshine Russell versus the Messengers, Seto Kamara, and Tim Boston. I think we're in for a pretty good just knockdown drag out fight tonight between those two teams. Well, I think we've got the Messengers. Good tag team continuity and uh Moonshine and uh, and Jack just really don't have it together right just yet. I don't feel. Well, messengers don't have their uh, third man in their corner tonight because he's got a match of his own. He's going up against the PWP champion Pat Powers for the PWP championship. That's going to be the former PWP champion Pat Powers because I think that Brandon is going to come out ahead on this one. I don't know. You're you're wrong an awful lot. We also have. Speaking of matches that have been brewing for months, Preston Maxwell and Duke Cornell. We saw these two go head-to-head last month, and Duke picked up the win. Preston wasn't happy and continued the beatdown after the match is over. So these two are going to go at it again. What are we going to see tonight? We're going to see it end just as it ended last month with Duke laying in a heap in the middle of that ring. I guess we'll see. And the main event, the match that has the result of a feud that started back in June of last year. Former teammates, former brothers in blood, former tag team partners, Midwest Blood, Johnny Ruckus and Lars Metzger are going to go head to head tonight because Lars wants Johnny's head. The thing is, this feud started way before June. This feud started when Lars was sandbagging and making Johnny carry his weight. All Johnny did was dump that dead weight, and I think he's going to do it again tonight. I don't know. Lars got that look in his eye, and I think Johnny's going to be running scared. We'll have to see what happens there, but I have the inside scoop. I have a very, very, uh, by a very trusted source. Something big's gonna happen tonight. Oh yeah, what's that? <laughs> You're gonna have to wait 
just like all these other people here. I don't reveal my sources. What an ass. <laughs> Who, me? Yeah, you. I wonder if that has anything to do with the fact that the uh, Nebraska Wrestling Hall of Fame's here tonight. But that's enough from us. Let's kick this up to uh, Billy in the ring, and let's get the action going. I'm ready for this one. Here we go. said all night. Ma! 
seems to be some trouble in the Shire. He's going to lead by example here. Do I have to do everything myself? Valentine's Day, but I guess it's uh, a little sweets for your sweet there. Well, I think he's going to get a purple surprise here. The following contest is scheduled for one fall with a 20-minute time limit. Your referee is Vic Douglas. Introducing first, accompanied by Xander McIntosh from Lincoln, Nebraska, the from your worst nightmares. He is the Candyman, Now last month we saw Xander get destroyed by Willie Sweet. What would possess Purple to come out here and attempt to try to do better? Well, Purple's going to lead by example. He's going to show Xander how it's done here. By running away? He's not running away. You can see Willie Sweet attacked Purple while he was in the ropes. You know that age-old question, who, who can shut the uh, songman up? Well, the Candyman can. You're gonna start already with this. He's got him by the trunks, ref. Come on. Nice elbow by Purple. You know, Willie Sweet's got to—he's got to be careful taking that elbow to the mouth because I think he's got cavities. Big shoulder by a purple. 
Yeah, I'd say that was a big leap by candy by the Candyman, but he ain't got very high to hop. Another short joke. I ain't got to stack them very high. Candyman with a handful of hair. Nobody wants hair in their candy. Candyman looks like he's in the corner making wine. He's over there stomping that grape. Now the referee needs to get him out of the corner. Purple needs to get himself out of the corner. Xander's over here trying to keep the Candyman entertained while Purple gains his balance. Not just like a good quarterman would do. He provided the distraction, and their purple attacked. Not sure this is the smartest thing. Well, purple's working over the arm around the uh, ring post there. They need to get back into this ring. Ref count to five. Well, Purple's taking the advantage from the outside of the ring there, so I think he's got the Candyman softened up enough. Purple in with the cover. Kind of a cover. Candyman out at one. What's up, guys? I'm going to join your podcast here for a second. Oh, yay. Oh, Xander, how you doing, buddy? I'm all right. I didn't share. Hey, buddy, can I take this corner? Purple working the arm of the Candyman. So which one of you is Moose and which one of you is the other guy? That's Moose over there. Right, I'm, I'm the smart one. I'm Mikey. Mohawk? Mikey. Mike Hawk? Can I even say that on radio? I, I don't know I if you can say that. <laughs> so you got destroyed last month. Now your partner is getting destroyed last month. This month. Does it look like he's getting destroyed to you? Looks like he's, he's stretching him like taffy right now. Look at that purple wrenching on the arm of Willie Sweet. Look, Moose, or, or Mace, or Goose, or whatever your name is, I come here to grace your podcast. Maybe you'll get some listeners for once, and, and you insult my tag team partner? Not much to insult. Again, with a short joke. Willie to the ropes. He's got to a count of five to bring. Purple, he's wrestling smart. And you know he'll use every single bit of that five count. That's a smart wrestler right there. He's taught you well. I, I like to think of like a 50-50 relationship. He teaches me things. I teach him some things. What have you taught Purple? See, look, look at Purple. Using the ring to his advantage. And you taught him that. Purple's really working the arm on Candyman. Purple tried for that splash and missed. Candyman up and over. Now, 
Oh, we, oh. Yes, we'll we lost Xander. You gotta save him, Xander. Get in there. Help him out. Well, that was a nice little uh, visit we had there from Xander McIntosh. Candyman going to the top rope. Oh, but Xander's oh big right by uh, Candyman to Xander. But again, Xander provided that crucial oh. distraction. Purple bringing Candyman down to the top rope. Back to work on that arm. He's going to dislocate a shoulder there. I think Willie really Sweet is hurting. A beautiful arm bar there by Purple. I think the Candyman's going to tap here. I don't think so. Make his way back to that bottom rope. Oh, oh but Purple steers him away from it. Very smart, knowing where he's at in the ring at all times. You see that? Candyman rolls out of it. Break, forces a break. Had to go back to the ropes. Oh, we see this poor Purple's grabbing his mic, mic stand. That was not fair. The Candyman hit Purple right in the gumdrops. I didn't see it. Now oh, you know Candy you saw that. Candyman's up to the top rope. Lands to the center of the ring into recover. In the karaoke king, the Candyman can with an illegal move. And now he's sharing his candy. That's disgusting. That candy came out of his trunks. to introduce you, the PWP fans, 
the next inductee into the class of 2022. Now which one is it, Paul? 
Joey. There you, know, you go. You know the best thing about this? No axle grief. <laughs> I was just making sure you knew who it was. I can keep them straight. Y'all seem to be having the problems. Superior Spanish entrance. See, I knew you were going to say that. The following contest is scheduled for one fall with a 30 minute time limit. Your referee is Rudy Diamond. Oh, jeez. And this match is for the PWP Rising Phoenix Championship. Introducing first, accompanied by Paul Daniels from Hinton, Iowa, Joey Superior Spanish you results. think you're going to beat me tonight and take my title? Then you are stupid. Superior Spanish opinion right there. In case you forgot who I am, let me reintroduce myself. Himself. 
West Coast. Uh, we're underway. Rising Freaks Championship on the line. Joey Daniels' dance moves are going to win this contest. It's a dance-off, bro. Both men in lockup. No more with the waist lock there from behind. Trading arm bars. Joey Daniels slap across the face. Well, now you get mad when they hit him with a close fist. He hit him with an open hand. That's not the way to treat a superior Spanish athlete, though. He, he gave him a superior Spanish slap. I don't blame Joey Daniels as Spanish. You pay for the 23 and me, we'll find out. You saw Rudy getting involved there in the match. Omar shoving Rudy into Joey in the match. Get it right. Rudy was in the middle of it. He should not have been there. He was checking on Omar. Trying to do his job. And he's trying a little harder to do his job. As Omar rips Joey Daniels to the mat. Like uh, Omar has a little chicken wing locked in there. I'm working over that shoulder. And back to that chicken wing. Wrenching on the shoulder. Driving elbows into the shoulder. Champ is firmly in control of this match. Swoop into the corner. Omar driving that knee into Joey's face. Big knee in the corner there. Omar looks like he's about to wrap this up. I think Omar could finish this anytime he wanted to now. to the action. We told him to back off. Rudy should be keeping that man away from the ring. Omar setting up for another chop. <laughs> Superior Spanish one-finger salute for this crowd. Omar with kick Joey's midsection, followed by another. Gotta love the confidence in the champ. He knows he can win this match anytime he wanted to. It's almost like he's toying with Joey Daniels up there on the top of the turnbuckle. Well, looks like he's about to backfire on him. Joey off the top rope with a drop kick. Both men are down. Come on, get up, Omar. Come on, Omar. Shake it off. 
You got this, champ. Omar tries for the clothesline. Joey answers with his own clothesline. Big splash into the corner. Joey went for the clothesline. Big sidewalk slam there. Omar into the cover. Joey out of two. Neither of these men given an inch, neither one ready to quite get it in yet. Well, and I think that uh, the Daniels brothers have the referee in their pocket. He had a pretty big pocket. He's kind of a big guy. Now Joey with the cover. Come on, Omar, kick off. Omar out at the last second there. Omar's running on fumes. But that was a brilliant move to wait for the last second to kick out because he got that rest time. Omar with the defeat. Driving that boot right into the chin. And a huge Spanish lariat. Beautiful. Into the cover. And the champ retains. Superior Spanish lariat into a cover. Since things have gotten really rough for me, 
is that I could come here or travel somewhere else and I can entertain the fans. So this isn't from Preston Maxwell, the guy who hates all of you and blah, blah, blah. This is from the real guy from the bottom of my heart. As a new member of the Hall of Fame, the only thing that I respect less than your little Hall of Fame is all these idiots in the crowd buying into it in the first place. Are you gonna tell me for one damn minute that you're doing me a favor by pulling me out here into your little Hall of Fame as sloppy seconds to Chris Hadius? I guess people show their gratitude differently. I don't think you can spell gratitude. Preston's off and running. It's a mind game. Oh, 
we're going off into the uh, bar. We're fighting off in the crowd. Well, now the referee should be counting this. The referee's trying to stay out of it. Duke driving Preston off the ring apron. And I see Preston getting back in the ring and Duke's pulling him back out. Duke's here to fight. Well, I didn't hear this advertised as a fight. This is a sporting contest. Duke's sporting a nice fight and Preston's gonna be sporting a black eye. Well, this referee is not trying to control the match at all. He's counting just like he's supposed to. But Duke still has had the ring. He should still be counting. Preston broke the count. Preston with a big chop to Duke. And for the first time since the ring, since the bell rang, Duke's on his back. And again, Preston driving the toe of his boot right into Duke's eye. And wrenching on Duke's neck. See this laughing, Preston. I'll start to focus on that head. Well, you know what? He's, he's trying to soften him up for that pile driver that he loves to use. And I believe that's the move that left Duke laying in the middle of that ring last month. Yeah. Duke's trying to rally. Crowd's getting behind him. Duke comes back with a flurry of chops. But Preston with that jawbreaker, driving his head right in under Duke's chin. Preston off the ropes. Driving Duke's throat right across that middle rope. And almost into the audience. Into the cover. Duke out at two. Preston Hollow Lane Maxwell. But driving Duke down to the mat again, giving a big boot across the chin for good measure. Preston's going up top. Big leg drop off the second turnbuckle. Found its mark. Into the cover. Duke out at one. Again, softening up that neck of Duke. He's he's looking for that, that pal driver. Preston's gonna put this one away. 
Lottery keeps pandering like this. Duke, Duke just grabs him. He took too long to get up top. And Duke throws Preston across the ring. Duke with the series of clotheslines. He's got him up. Big slam by Duke Cornell. But a little thumb to the eye took Duke right back out of this game. Cornell flips Maxwell right into the turnbuckle. Cornell dumps Maxwell on his head into the cover. But Preston kicks out at two. Kicks out with authority. No. Yes. Instinct. I'm not sure Preston knows where he's at right now. Duke's calling for the end. You see, the referee got too close to the action there. Preston hits Duke with the low blow. I didn't see that. Neither did Vic. But Preston picks up the win. That's a Hall of Fame worthy win right there. By cheating. Preston Maxwell. I'll say it before he can. The ref can't call what he can't see. That's right. You know who else didn't see it? Duke.
to drink. And I got guns right here. We got St. Joe's Hospital and St. Joe's Cemetery. So let me tell you what, messengers. Why don't you come out here, test your grit, because there's no one finer than this moonshiner. Grab their freaking drinks and say, I'm in a bad mood. Come the champs. They don't seem to be in a good mood. They don't have to be in a good mood. fighting champions across the ring. So the messengers hasn't figured out who's coming in and the bell hasn't rung. Rang. Rung? Rang? Oh well. Oh, there it goes. This is important for the chance to have a good game plan going into this. They're just discussing some last minute details. <laughs> Boston out quick with a big boot. Messengers take advantage quick. because Jack Darling has cookies on his mind. There's nothing wrong with having cookies on your mind. You see Jack Darling running to the ropes. Tim Boston going Good ring awareness. <laughs> well, Moonshine should have been aware. He just caught a fist to the face. 
armbar with a leg drop on Jack over on the apron. Yeah, Jack and Cabarro are fighting at ringside. Oh, Cabarro's just helping him back in the ring. He's got sportsmanlike conduct. Tim Boston with repeated elbows being dropped across Jack Darling's chest. Into a cover under two count. Here comes Seto in. Jack Darling's in the wrong part of town. Right in the messenger's corner. That's where they want to keep him. We see the messengers have cut off the ring. They, they've cut it off where Jack cannot get to his partner. This is smart tag team wrestling. They're putting on a clinic here. Tim Boss with a stomp to the ankle of Jack Darling. They're setting up that... Uh, Setting up that leg submission. Jack's not looking too hot right now. Well, into the corner, into the into post. Into the turnbuckle. Jack hung up in the corner. And again, Seto Kabara driving Jack Darling into that turnbuckle, into that ring post, shoulder first. Jack's trying to mount a little offense here. I think he's just making Seto Kabara angry. And again, Moonshine not paying attention. Caught an elbow for his troubles. And nobody home to tag Jack down. The team of Jack Russell cannot mount an offense tonight. Well, that's because Moonshine's not paying attention. He's not there for his partner. You see. Very nice tag by the messengers. His partner was paying attention. Moonshine keeps getting knocked off the ring. Moonshine, he was drinking before the match. He gets distracted easily. That's why I say they should give Moonshine a breathalyzer before the match. He's clearly in no shape to help his partner out. Oh, and look, Seto being being nice, helping, helping Jack get to the corner. And breaking the fingers of Jack Darling. Seto attacking Moonshine in the corner again. Now you wonder, how many times does Moonshine have to get punched in the face before he learns? Pay attention to what's going on. Looks like Kabara's set, setting him up for that snake pit. Gonna weaken that arm. Jack needs to make a tag or they're done. Let's see if his partner's paying attention. Another tag by the messengers. And again, Jack is over in the messengers' corner. No man's land. Double team by the messengers. Driving Jack under the top rope. It's almost like Jack's been wrestling this match all by himself. 
Another two on one attack from Jack. Smart tag team wrestling now. But Jack reversed it. Can he capitalize and get to his corner? I think that move took its toll on Jack Darling just as much as it did the messenger. Moonshine's the only man standing. And that's surprising. Usually he's the first one to fall. Jack's crawling to his corner. Tag made to Moonshine. Moonshine's coming in hot. Big splash to Boston. Big splash to Kabara. He's got Boston up. And down. Now he's beating Boston with Kabara. Into the cover. But still, Tim Boston able to kick out. Jack, Jack Darling, I don't know if he's ready to be back in there yet. I don't think he's had enough time to rest. Dropping Tim Boston onto the knee of Moonshine Russell. Moonshine dropping Jack onto Boston. There, Moonshine needs he's to get out cover. of there. Kamara breaking up the count. I think Rudy's lost control of this match. Ooh, Moonshine dropped under the apron. Moonshine Kabara wrestling outside the ring. That apron is the hardest part of the ring. And I think it's a concrete floor outside. Well, that's what Moonshine hit second. Boston and Jack inside. Kabara and Moonshine outside. But Jack and Boston are legal men. Jack with the flurry of punches. Close fist punches, illegal. And there you saw Tim Boston block that last fist. It's not a punch with an open hand. Kabara back in. And that was a beautiful DDT. Jack into a cover, but he's covering the wrong man. Boston with the roll up. And he covers Jack. The messengers outsmarted Jack Darling and Moonshine Russell. So, Chris Avius, tonight you were just announced as the newest inductee to the 2022 class of the Nebraska Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. How you feeling? What's going through your head? I mean, it's pretty awesome. I, I truly and legitimately had no idea until about 4 o'clock today. And uh, Donnie Dodge, the, uh, the curator of said Hall of Fame, showed up. I knew he was coming here to set up the, the traveling exhibit for the Hall of Fame with the a lot, all kinds of amazing stuff, including like, you know, the Mad Dog Vachon prosthetic leg and the, the replica of the Baron Von Raschke claw. So I knew he was coming, but, you know, when he got here today, uh, this afternoon, he, uh, he dropped that bombshell on me. So truly a surprise. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm honored. I'm flattered. It's, it's pretty awesome. Say, I, I got to say, when, when I saw that, he, you know, they were coming, I, I was 
I was running the numbers trying to figure out, okay, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? And I, I guess I was hoping it was going to be you. Well, I, I kind of got a heads up that, I mean, I didn't know there was going to be two of us tonight, but I kind of got a heads up about uh, the other inductee, Preston Maxwell. And, and while he is just a horrible person, and I, 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 pardon my language, but just a downright dick, you know, he's he's been doing this in this area for a very long time. Well, and yeah, his personality is not the greatest, but right. his in-ring skill is does say a he lot. He has uh, earned it. I, yeah. for, I, I know he... I. You know, he might not be my favorite person as a person, but in terms of what he's given to pro wrestling, especially in this area, he certainly has earned it. So I knew that was coming, but I, yeah, I had no idea there was going to be two inductees tonight, and I, I certainly didn't know that I was going to be the other one. So uh, like I said, I mean, just a pretty cool honor. I, I, I don't know what else really to say about it. It's, it's humbling. Well, couldn't happen to a more deserving person, and... Yeah, you know, like you said, yeah, you know, it's it's not just you; it's PWP as a whole, well, and right, and, and that's kind of what I said tonight when he brought me out to to you know make it public that what I had only known for a couple hours now everyone knows that you know, apparently I'm going into the Hall of Fame too. And like I said, for my own pro wrestling career between the ropes, you know, it was what it was. I'm I'm very proud of it. You know, I had a lot of matches in a lot of places with a lot of opponents. Gave my my blood to it, my sweat to it, my tears to it, and kind of gave it everything I could since 2005. And, you know, for me to go in as a wrestler is great, but that's one thing. And I look at it much, much, much more impactfully for me. I look at it as not Chris Havius, the wrestler, going in, but as, you know, I don't even look at it as Chris Havius going in. I look at it as PWP going in. You know, PWP has been my my everything it's been kind of the center of my entire life in every way that it can be since 2005 which is a very long time for an independent pro wrestling organization to exist um uh, i I said i kind of said this last month but to take an old arn anderson quote and modify it just slightly and not to toot our own horn but toot freaking toot you know 17 years blows away any other pro wrestling company in this area that exists now or ever has. And, you know, I, I take some of that credit myself and it has taken, you know, the backbone to continue to exist. But as I, you know, just I'll put it out there anytime I get the opportunity, I have to give most of that credit to the incredible fans of PWP who come out and buy their tickets and support us and support us online and get the word out to new people who aren't even aware, even though we've been around for 17 years. You know, there's a lot of people that don't know we exist, even in this area. So continuing to get that word out is what continues to help us to grow. And that support from these people is the only reason that it's made it 17 years and shows no signs of slowing now. Like without that support, it, it truly doesn't even exist. So I'll take a little of the credit, but I have to give the majority of the credit to the PWP supporters. Yeah, and congratulations again, and looking forward to the next event on March 10th. Thursday, March 10th, here at the Waiting Room Lounge, Spring Showdown by name. Uh, yeah, thank you so much, but you know, on to the next one. You know, The train never stops rolling, and as long as people are coming out to support it, there's no signs of that train slowing down 
anytime soon, dare I say, if ever. Hell no. All right. See you next month. Thank you so much. here and show purple how it's done like he said he's taught purple a lot now he's going to show i didn't know tonight was show and tell here we go underway xander going to the ropes to uh, get a break i think he learned that from purple to run away? Yeah, I can see that. It's smart wrestling. It's running. There you see, Paul Daniels not obeying the referee's instructions to break cleanly. He caught a fist for his troubles. And now Xander's in charge. Driving the rope into Paul's, what'd you say, neck? It looked like his throat area. I couldn't tell for sure. But Paul shouldn't have been in the ropes. You already said that. That's running away. Paul's back in control. Big elbow by Paul. Followed up by another one. Nice leg drop into a cover. Xander out of two. Gonna have to do more than that to take Xander McIntosh out of this fight. Yeah, not much more. Oh, purple interfering over at the side, grabbing Paul's feet. I think Paul was trying to kick him or something. And, and Xander capitalizing on it, taking Paul's legs out from underneath him. Rudy's trying to call something. He doesn't know even what even happened over there. Xander, Xander need him right out of his headband. Paul's headband is gone. And Xander still working over that 
that leg, that hamstring area. You know why? Because if a man can't stand, he can't fight. Aren't you glad I taught you that? I'm gonna have to get back to you on that one. Well, as you can see, Paul Daniels is not standing right now and he's not doing much fighting either. Xander keeps driving that knee into that hamstring. Caught a foot to his chest, so. I think that was just a desperation kick. It didn't really uh, have anything behind it. Xander into the cover. Paul out of two. I think Rudy was out of position. Yo, of the Xander purple team, I got to say, Xander's probably the stronger of the two. Xander is showing improvement. He has been improving under the, the tutelage of purple. You can tell he's picking up a lot of knowledge from purple. Big clothesline into the corner by Xander. Xander going up to the high rent district. Missed off the top rope. Ball the clothesline. Ducks under Xander the clothesline into a neck breaker. You can see Paul Daniels still favoring that leg. Big chop by Paul Daniels. I felt that one. Did you feel that one, Mikey? Yeah! I did not feel that one. But I see that uh, Paul felt that. The old chop block behind the knee. Looks like Xander's going for a submission. Xander's got that half crab locked in. I think Paul Daniels is ready to tap. You said Xander has crabs. I didn't, didn't say anything of the sort. Paul got the rope. Xander's got to break the hold. But wisely using that four count every bit of it. Have a little, uh, we have a little disagreement here between Xander and. Oh, oh no! It's a, it's the Candyman. Xander tried to walk away. That should be a disqualification. Candyman never touched him. Just scared him back into the ring. Paul with the backbreaker into a cover. Here's your winner.
champion right there, Brandon Juarez. And the champ. enjoy that belt while he's got it right now because it's temporary. Should be in for a good match. Neither man, both of these men, I apologize, are accustomed to having that belt. Both men want this belt. Well, we've got a couple uh, ring veterans in here. These guys have been through it all. Isn't that what I just said? I think I just said it better. Powers <laughs> with a nice slap across Brandon's face. Into a running clothesline. Into an early cover. Way too early to cover Brandon Juarez. I agree. Line from Brandon Juarez. See the ref refusing to count that pin. Favoritism. It was a choke. Like Brandon said, his shoulders were down. That should have been a pin. Brandon Rick in the back of Pat Powers. Big headbutt by Brandon Juarez right there in the corner. Powers fighting out, big rights. Brandon trying to put Powers to sleep. Powers looking to fly away. 
Big elbows. Crossbody into a cover. Brandon Juarez out with authority and answers with a big clothesline. Brandon going for the leg drop and misses. Powers with the leg drop. Into the cover. It looks like Brandon kicked out. I didn't see what happened there. Kicked out and raked the eyes of Pat Powers. Did Pat get some dust in his eye? What happened there? Such a small slap from a big man. That, however, was a very big chop. There was a huge chop by Brandon Juarez. Went for a second one and misses. Powers are chops of his own. I think Pat Powers is on his way out. I think he's just getting warmed up. Big headbutt by Brandon Juarez. And Pat Powers is not looking good in the corner there. Brandon Juarez mocking Connor Artiste and running straight into the boot of Pat Powers. Powers with the diving headbutt into a corner. Cover. Still not enough. Going for the power cutter. Versus into a big DDT by Brandon Juarez. Beautiful. Into a cover. Powers puts his foot on the ropes to break the count. He goes for the rope break. Why not kick out? Why not show some authority? He did. He kicked his foot up onto the rope. He was lucky to be by the ropes. That would have been a three count. We would have had a new champion. Juarez setting up for the DDT again. Power cutter out of nowhere. Both men down. Powers rolls over under Juarez. Juarez kicks out of two. Very nonchalant cover. What we said at the beginning of this match, both men are going to give it their all. We're one big move away from the end of this match. And I think we might see it right now. Juarez running into the boot of Powers, running into the elbow of Powers. Powers going for the cutter. Power cutter off the ropes. Oh, now what's this? And here comes the messengers. This is strength in numbers right here. Boston and Seto Kabara assaulting the PWP champion. Where are your friends, huh? And 
here comes Pat Powers, friends. Jack Darling and Moonshine Russell. Your winner by disqualification and still PWP champion, Pat Powers. So you guys want a war, huh? Three little bitches. Is that what you're saying to us? Listen to here, Doseki size sucker, biscuit tit. Listen here. I've been with this guy. I've been to war with this guy. You want to go there? Let's get personal. I've been with this war at least on two occasions. Something that you can never ever do. This guy right here. I see the way he drinks. I see the way he dresses. I think he wants a little piece of this. And if you think that the cracked out emo version of the shield is gonna beat our asses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at here. Wearing their gloves like Triple H for no reason in 99. Let's give it up to Meth Rollins. Oh yeah, I'm about to kick it back like 2016 because I don't give a damn. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Bald Moxley, AKA. And then, yeah, AKA just bold. We got Roman Gaines right here. That's right, Roman Gaines. So let me tell you something, messengers. You wanna go to war? How about we do this three weeks time? This Thursday right here. How about we declare this? We got Captain Jack Darling, the Captain Cajun. We got Major Moonshine Russell. We got the platoon sergeant right here, Pat Powers. You want to go to war? Let's have a three-on-three six-man this time. Right here in the waiting room last for WrestleRama. What do you think? I think those insults were out of line. You know what? These two morons got good ideas. Because you know something, Pat? Let me give you a little history lesson here. I've gone to war and beaten him. I've gone to war and beaten him. And I've even beaten you once or twice. But you know what? Even the sun shines on a dog's ass some days. So, you want this little three on three? I have enough faith in us that the messengers will retain their tag titles and gain that heavyweight title if you're brave enough. Interesting stipulation. So if I have to beat Team Popsicle, I mean Team Chocolate Ass Cream again. Team Chocolate Ass Cream one more time. It doesn't matter where I do it because, son, you're on. That is going to be one hell of a fight. You called it right, it's not going to be a match, it's going to be a fight.
Tempest looking to do some damage tonight. He's got that kendo stick, that Shania in hand. He came to fight. Definitely. Definitely know each other inside and out. You know, it's interesting that Johnny Ruckus has chosen to wear rubber gloves to the ring. You know he's planning on drawing blood. Both men face to face. Johnny Ruckus with a big slap. Lars with one slap drops Johnny on his ass. And Johnny appreciates the effort, gave him a little round of applause there. line by Lars. Well, Johnny Ruckus is on the outside of the ring. This isn't just going to be a fight. These two men are testing each other mentally and physically. Drops Lars' spine first right on that ring apron. With no rules, the only purpose of Rudy Diamond out here is to count the pinfall. Johnny's got that kendo stick right across the back of Lars. I believe he has broken the bamboo across the back of Lars Metzger. 
right across the back of Lars's head. Johnny Ruck is going for those tattoo needles in his apron. What possibly does he want to do with those? What is this? Johnny with the rope. A rope around the neck of Lars Metzger, and it's all legal. Yeah. And Johnny Ruckus appearing to, uh, yeah, he's going to tie up the hands of Lars Metzger behind his back. Looks like he's getting ready to, yeah, he's hog tying him. He is tying those hands together. Wise move. Driving Lars into the corner. Still with his hands tied behind his back. Lars Metzger looks pretty helpless now. Back to his apron. Does he have this time? He's got a belt. He's got a belt around the throat of Lars Metzger. Ah, no. He's strapping him to the turnbuckle. It was a bungee cord. He has Lars Metzger tied, hands tied behind his back. Bungee cord to the turnbuckle. He's gonna tattoo him right here in the corner. Johnny Ruckus with a tattoo gun. Oh, I'm calling my Right here, right now. Look at the blood. The ink. He's tattooing him. Right on his shoulder blade. Johnny Ruckus leaving his mark. Right after that, back to the kendo stick. Right on that fresh tattoo. Johnny Ruck is just teeing off on Lars Metzger. Lars Metzger's helpless. Yeah. Luckily for Lars Metzger, he fell out of the rope. Down here's the DDT, into a cover. I don't know how, but Lars kicked out. He threw Lars Metzger right into an empty chair here at ringside, right beside us. Oh, this doesn't look good. And here comes Johnny Ruckus, head of steam. Empty drink right in the face. Fighting into fans, into the photographers. So we are out fighting among the fans. We knew this was gonna be a brutal match. And I hope these fans are taking their own safety into consideration, because I guarantee Johnny Ruckus doesn't care. No, he doesn't. 
Oh, Lars is fighting back. Must have got a second wind in. Just drove Johnny through a pile of chairs. Well, we knew we'd be in for a fight. We just didn't know how brutal it was going to be. We've seen tattooing. We've seen them tied up in the ropes. Now they're beating the hell out of each other in the crowd. Johnny Ruckus mounting another little bit of offense there. I tell you, when you get two men that know each other this well, no one's going to get the advantage. It's going to be just whichever man, whichever body gives out first. They're just lost in a sea of fans. The sea has parted and they are on their way. There we see. Oh, Johnny, Johnny out the ring post. Ripped into that ring post. Hard. I think both men are down. I, oh, I think Lars is running away. He's had enough. He's running away. Oh, no. Or he's getting a shopping cart of... Oh. Destruction. Yeah. Oh, chair in the ring. We have chairs, street signs, wet floor signs, trash cans. This does not look good. Someone went to the Dollar Tree. And stole the cart when they left. Who said they stole it? Everything's a dollar. Oh, there's that blood. Johnny Ruckus back in the ring. Lars following him in. Johnny uh, has donned the crimson mask of this fight. These guys don't care about anything. Just like a cannonball. Lars with the chair. Putting it on top of Johnny. What are we gonna see? Oh. Working up ahead of steam. Lars with momentum. Oh no. Oh, do a big splash on the chair. Into the cover. But Johnny Ruckus kicks out. How? Look at the carnage in this ring. Big clothesline by Johnny Rockets. He's not done yet. 
I don't know how he's still going. I don't know how either of these Nobody. men are still going. Now Johnny Ruckus with the chair. to the back of Lars Metzger. Well, Ruckus is going to the cart. What's he putting together over there? Garbage can, street sign. He's gonna use the cart as well. We have a makeshift table of destruction. And none of that looks like it's gonna give. DDT right into that conglomeration of junk. I think Lars is done. He's not moving. We've got two referees out here checking on the action. We have Johnny looking under the ring for more instruments of destruction. You've got Lars over here on the stage just trying to figure out where the hell he is. Oh no, not the tables. Johnny Ruckus has a table in the ring. Johnny's got that table set up, middle of the ring. He's going back after Lars, kendo stick in hand. Lars still hasn't gotten to his feet. No. Measuring him. Oh! Breaking that kendo stick on Lars's head. Those things don't break easy. Was that a breadboard? What was that, a cutting board? It was a cutting board across the hindquarters of Lars. Lars dumped back inside the ring. Both men ran at this point. Johnny has Lars laid out on the table. What's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? Lars isn't moving. Johnny's going up to the top rope. Perched on that top turnbuckle. And Lars rolls out in time. But you notice Johnny had it all measured out. He did not, he did not jump. He did not go through the table. He saw Lars was gonna move. Big boot to the back of the skull. Oh no, what does he have now? Johnny Ruckus. He's got a bag of something. The whole ring, the whole table littered with thumbtacks. Big 
kick delivered by Johnny Ruckus. And we know what happened last time we saw Johnny Ruckus kick Lars Metzger in the face. He broke Lars's nose. That he did. I think it happened again. Lars posted up in the corner. Oh, high knee by Johnny. Big knee. But Lars, oh, Lars has him up. Oh, no, 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 no. Johnny Ruckus through the table. Oh, through the table, through the thumbtacks. This crowd is electric. Look at the thumbtacks stuck in the back of Johnny Ruckus. Look at the carnage, look at the destruction. The human body's not meant to take this kind of punishment. Johnny fell victim to his own trap. Looking to put it away. Spear! Spear by Lars into a cover. Pleasure Lars Metzger. Good Lord. Here's your winner, Lars Metzger. These two went through hell tonight. This ring is littered with thumbtacks. And just instruments of destruction. These two went to hell and back. And I doubt they're done with each other. What a fight. You can't call that anything more than a fight. Johnny Ruckus has something to say. I got something I got to say. Six years ago, a brother of mine asked me if I wanted to go wrestle him. And we never did. But he invited me to come out and learn and train. And I knew then what I fucking know now that when you say monster, this is exactly what we're talking about. And I knew it was in there. And this is what needed to happen for it to come out. We have been brothers for a long time. I have gone all over this country and done a lot of fun stuff. But this right here was a highlight of everything I've ever accomplished. 
I love you. You are Lars Metzger. You are the monster. And I knew what you could do. And I wanted to bring it out. And I may not be back, and you guys may not see me again, but I will always have your back because I'm your fucking brother, and I love you.